Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast and welcome. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. I appreciate your listening to the podcast and I also appreciate all of the kind comments I get. For today's um, information, I'd like to be taking up where I left off last week about the two researchers who, I don't know if they received the Nobel Prize or they're up for it or something like that, um, about their research into um, making the vaccine more effective, of changing something or other in the cells so the spike protein could go in. I don't understand it. So, you know, you really shouldn't talk about something you don't understand because it sounds like I don't understand it, which I don't. But what I do understand is um, that people are afraid of a virus. And they say, you know, get your vaccines, get your boosters, and then cancer appears or resurfaces or circulatory problems or lung problems. Um, And I've heard of people having to get amputations. You know, you don't really hear the whole story. You just hear, well, they had a lot of shots. So whatever the the problem is with your body, uh, vitamin C, vitamin C strongly affects your body's ability to make antibodies. Um, Vaccines do damage by putting toxins in the body. So vitamin C being the ultimate antitoxin is a, a good thing to take. So whether the toxins are contained inside a vaccine or in the air you breathe, or the food you eat, or the worrisome thoughts you think. It doesn't matter where the toxins are coming from. They cause toxicity by increasing oxidation of biomolecules. When you have enough vitamin C present, um, recently I told a gentleman that he just taking 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C sounded low to me and he said oh my goodness why would you take more he, he was I said well I'd give it a try see if it can improve your conditions he wasn't feeling all that well anyway um, when you have enough vitamin C present in your body it can either neutralize the toxin directly or come in after the fact and donate electrons to repair the damage done by the toxins. In the case of vaccines, what is supposedly trying it's to do is increase an antibody response to the antigens in the vaccine. Vitamin C stimulates the production of the antibodies. So if you um, or your child or grandchild is going to have vaccines, just take enough vitamin C large doses along with it to neutralize the toxins that are present. That's only one mechanism of 
vitamin C. But as I mentioned last week, and many times actually, it strengthens the T cells, the B cells, it allows them to proliferate. So that's your basic defense against everything. This is the foundation by which our bodies can stay healthy, fight off disease, fight off the initiation of cancer, which is just increase oxidative stress beyond even the slightest level. Um, so when you get a, a large a, a number of cells with oxidative damage and stress and you get carcinogenesis, which is the birth of cancer, vitamin C is very important. Uh, it has two phases to treat, there are two phases to treating any disease. The first is try and undo the damage that's already been done with antioxidants, but just as important or maybe more importantly is to say where did these toxins come from? And that's rarely done. So let's turn off the toxin faucet you can't dry off while you're still in the shower. You can't just repair damage and expect a long-term positive result if you don't stop the daily inundation of what's causing the damage in the first place. Uh, toxins come from infections and toxins come from a lot of things. So if you do have an infection, I was just thinking of the woman who uh, comes in about once a month and says, so did my toxins go away yet? <laughs> I said, well, did you stop eating uh, drive-through foods? Uh, did you stop worrying? Did you stop drinking your uh, Coke Zero or whatever it is you drink that's like has a skull and crossbones on the bottle? because it's poisonous and she says no and then I said say to her well then you still have toxins in your body so you have to turn off the toxin faucet well when you have an infection um, you kind of use up all your vitamin C and in that micro environment you have inflammation um, so the immune cells come in with a lot of vitamin C, the white blood cells, and um, turn everything off. It would make such a difference in your life if you increased your vitamin C. I'm just saying. Speaking of toxins, cholesterol doesn't ever need to be lowered. So why do I say that, um, that those drugs are toxic? Well, because I talked to a woman who said, oh no, I don't take cholesterol medication. I take um, the shot. Well, you think that's not toxic? Elevated cholesterol levels in the blood um, just, it's a symptom. So if you're using drugs to lower cholesterol, nothing addresses the question of why was your cholesterol elevated? The more toxins in your body, the more your body makes cholesterol to try to neutralize these toxins. Cholesterol is a natural toxin neutralizer. 
The natural defense mechanism of your body is to elevate cholesterol to bind these toxins to prevent them from inflicting damage. What are you doing when you take drugs to lower cholesterol? Well, you're exposing your body to toxins that are no longer being neutralized. In fact, not just a few, the lower your cholesterol goes, the higher the incidence of cancer. When you lower cholesterol by effectively getting rid of toxins, that's a good thing. Um, Nathaniel Pritikin, author of the Pritikin diet and proponent of the Pritikin diet, had cholesterol of 270 to 280 or something like that. He went on a strict vegetarian diet, knocked his cholesterol down to 120. The rest of the story you don't hear is that he developed leukemia and died. So there are physiological consequences of how you're lowering your cholesterol. Um, there was a new study that estimates that more than 1,000 tons of microplastics from the air, equivalent to more than 123 million plastic water bottles, rain down onto protected areas in the United States each year. Well, I guess everywhere, basically. Um, the discovery of microplastics was a surprise. And then when I heard that we each have approximately the equivalent of a, enough plastic in our bodies to make a credit card, that was a shock. Um, yeah, those microplastics in our bodies are not really good. Um, so, the researchers found that plastics accumulate in lung tissue, so, you know, we just want to do our detoxification. Um, kidney cancer, skin tumors, or just a few health problems ca caused by glyphosate, and you know that I guess it comes it starts from the farms and you think about the farmland in the central part of the country Midwest I don't know something like that um, it's everywhere it's everywhere so and, and people know that I mean the people in power know all this I guess you know, they wouldn't make as much money on the cancer treatment. Um, so what, what do we do? What are we supposed to do? Well, we cleanse. Water is one cleansing tool. It kind of washes our insides. It's one of the most, it, well, it's, I call it the most important cleansing agent the body needs. Our uh, colon, sweat glands, kidneys, and lungs require enough water to function properly. Most people in the mod and modern world are dehydrated. So um, a, a quick test for dehydration is to pull up the skin on the back of your hand. If it bounces back quickly, you have good hydration. If it goes back slowly, you're either dehydrated or old. OK, 
because I just did it and you know, it doesn't go back so quickly. Um, thirst alone is not an adequate indicator of dehydration. So, you know, <clears throat> in fact, when people are dehydrated, they tend to eat two to three times more than they need. So, um, drink water, really, really drink water. How much water? Body weight divided by two, and that's how many ounces of water we should drink. So a half a gallon of water, two quarts is 64 ounces, which is about right for a person who weighs 130 pounds. And the water we drink should be pure, as we know. Um, we need fiber. Where can we get fiber from um, vegetables, of course? Fiber is the the most important thing the colon needs for detoxification. <clears throat> so we call it roughage or um, soft fiber, mucilage is smoothage. Slippery elm is soothing, so that's uh, good, good for the colon. But fiber does more much more than help the colon move properly. It slows the absorption of fats and sugars in the bloodstream, so it keeps your blood sugar levels stable. Uh, and it absorbs toxins too. So psyllium is really uh, excellent and vegetables and fruits. Um, <clears throat> when I talk about eating fruits and vegetables. So if you eat raw, um, you're getting enzymes. If you eat 70% of your diet raw, you're getting enzymes, I take them anyway. And the parts that we throw away are actually the really good parts. And I always tell the story of my brother who is younger than me and we weren't allowed to eat in front of the TV, so he'd bring an apple and eat the whole entire apple, the core, the seeds, the stem, the everything, and I'd tell on him, and my mother would say, where's the evidence? <laughs> and I would say he ate it all. But, you know, if you, I guess if you destroyed the evidence by eating it all, you were not guilty of the crime of eating in front of the television. Um, I take enzymes, I think that's, one of the most important tools we can have for detoxification because they break down undigested food in the intestines and reduce intestinal congestion. We can take uh, protease between meals. Enzymes are proactive with meals. Small intestine detox is a good one. Bowel detox which is actually a blend of fiber. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. It's fiber, enzymes, and cleansing herbs. And um, bitters are really good to take as well. The bitters generally aid liver function, increase bile flow. They're antimicrobial. Um, pungent herbs spicy herbs 
aid in detoxification and lymphatics. Cellular detox. So we haven't had cellular detox for a fairly long time, um, but we are getting it back probably Tuesday. Everybody has been missing cellular detox. It assists the body in the process of detoxification. It uh, helps the digestive tract, the colon, the liver, and the kidneys in eliminating toxic waste materials. As its name implies, it pulls toxins right out of the cells, cellular detox. It's a general cleansing formula. So if you have um, cysts, fibroids, polyps, parasites, tumors, and, and it's good for everything, but if you don't have any of that, it pulls toxins out of the cells. Another thing we can use is activated charcoal. Um, it was, it's been, you, been used since around 1500 BC. So it soaks up poisons and improves intestinal health through a process called adsorption. There's a difference between absorption and adsorption. So when something is absorptive, it means it soaks up, soaks up other substances. But when it's adsorptive, it means it binds to other substances. Um, if you think about a basketball or a soccer ball or something like that, so how many could you toxins could you fit inside the ball versus how many would stick to the outside and the inside? So it binds to substance toxins. It uses a thin film on the outside surface to bind toxins and poisons. In the early 20th century, the development of activated charcoal sparked many medical journals to publish research revealing its effectiveness as an antidote for um, poisons, overdoses. Today, it's used in hospitals for um, drugs. People who take too many drugs, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't want to um, use, you know, some people say, well, can't can I just scrape off when I, um, like, grill a steak, that's, that's activated charcoal? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's, um, you need, uh, you need to get ours at the shop, but when you have the right kind, it, captures, binds, removes, poisons, heavy metals, chemicals, bacteria, toxins, and intestinal gases, which have thousands of times more weight than the charcoal itself. Just two grams of activated charcoal powder has about the same surface area as an entire NFL football field. So it eliminates the toxins through your intestines. Uh, of course, we have other channels of elimination, the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, the bowels, the skin. Um, I have 
I think thyroid activator is uh, a good antitoxin. Oh, I, you know, I was thinking just a second ago, and I want to talk about that for a minute. The woman who birthed five children and is now having her uterus, a complete hysterectomy. And I said, is that, why are you doing that? I thought that was like her birth control method. I was gonna suggest other things, less invasive. Um, she said, I have a family history of uterine cancer. <coughs> Excuse me. And she's going to use it as a preventative. Um, I didn't want to really get started because she said it so firmly that she was very convinced that this is the only thing she can do to prevent herself from getting uterine cancer. All I said was, you may prevent yourself from getting uterine or ovarian cancer, but what about all the other types of cancer in your body? I would do cleansing and take vitamin C and there are so many other things we can do. Um, thyroid activator is a rich source of organic iodine which nourishes the thyroid gland, thyroid gland um, improves thyroid function, it contains herbs that soothe inflammation, enhance circulation to promote healing, encourage the growth of healthy colonic flora, improve elimination and detoxification by absorbing toxins. Additionally, thyroid activator helps moisten dry tissues, relieve skin problems, eliminates water retention, improves digestion, enhances respiratory function, and provides numerous trace minerals to nourish the body. Uh, let's see, 10 years ago, 2012, I had a head-to-toe case of hives, skin hives. And a gentleman, we were on top of a 12,000-foot mountain, 10,000-foot mountain maybe, real high up there, and he said, you need to take Target TS2. Uh, I've been taking Target TS2 since then. It's thyroid activator plus uh, minerals, plus chelated minerals for the thyroid gland. So thyroid activator is the all herb formula. It has black walnut hulls, Irish moss, kelp, uh, parsley, sarsaparilla, and watercress. Sarsaparilla is a, pr a blood purifier. Parsley is an astringent herb. It helps tone the urinary system. And if you take Synthroid for your thyroid and you're not feeding your thyroid, you have, uh, I think the statistic is a 30% greater chance of getting thyroid cancer. So take thyroid activator. Uh, psyllium seeds, 
perhaps what less well known than the psyllium hulls are a source of both soluble and insoluble fiber fiber they provide a greater amount of fermentable soluble fiber than psyllium hulls i don't really think it matters which one you take they're all good um, they lower blood glucose levels by delaying the intestinal absorption of sugar and reduce serum insulin levels after eating. They normalize cholesterol levels. They help the body remove toxins. They're a natural source of B vitamins and vitamin C. And earlier I talked about bowel detox. It removes toxins from the digestive tract. This is so gentle that you can take it every day. It cleanses and tones the digestive tract and helps to eliminate envir environmental toxins such as heavy metals from the body. It has betaine hydrochloric acid. It's similar to the hydrochloric acid the stomach naturally produces. It's essential for proteins and the absorption of minerals like calcium and zinc. It destroy, destroys harmful microbes, easy for me to say, and parasites to prevent infection. So anybody over the age of 30 and many 20-something kids who have a lot of stress need to take enzymes. As we age, we produce less hydrochloric acid, which can lead to a host of gastrointestinal symptoms such as heartburn, indigestion, gas, and acid reflux. Um, pepsin is an enzyme secreted by the stomach. It works with hydrochloric acid to break down proteins. Poorly digested proteins create a toxic environment in the body. Pancreatin is a mix of enzymes produced and released by the pancreas. It's composed of amylase, lipase, and protease, which breaks down fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. Psyllium hulls are in this formula, bowel detox. Uh, it's mucilage or smoothage, which absorbs toxins and improves intestinal elimination. Algae is a long chain polysaccharide or more smoothage mucilage isolated from brown seaweed. It has the ability to bind tightly to toxic metals and other substances such as strontium and cadmium that can cause cancer. Uh, there's ginger, marshmallow, sodium copper chlorophyllin, which has strong antibacterial activities and is effective in the treatment of infections and inflammation. And bentonite clay um, attracts bacteria and toxins. It also has a large surface area like charcoal and it absorbs many times its size and weight so these properties allow it to hold tightly to harmful bacteria and toxins for safe elimination. Uh, a woman who 
a person was hospitalized. She takes um, Prilosec two to three times a day. She was, oh, she was hospitalized two times, three plus days, both times, just recently. Like she was home for, for the, from the first visit um, for three days and she threw up and so she called an ambulance again. She really didn't see a connection between the vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, the ultra-processed food she eats, the drugs she takes, the Prilosec she takes. Honestly, I, I see a connection. Um, I don't know why people don't see a connection. And so I recommended a supplement program to her but before that, I recommended that she stop eating um, TV dinners or whatever those things are called. They used to call them TV dinners when I was a child. So I don't know what they're called. Frozen dinners. She said, I don't like to cook, but she's bored. I said, you, you know, that, that would solve two problems. Um, being bored and eating the bad food, make your own food. Go look up a recipe, go to the grocery store, buy the ingredients, or go to the farmer's market, and then make your food. It's a zen activity. When you chop up vegetables, you're using your hands, so it's a zen activity, and it helps you not worry so much. So we have four primary exits, the bowel, the urinary tract, the lungs, and the skin. If one exit is blocked, the others have to pick up the slack. So when her primary exit, the bowel was blocked, it was coming out via her, from her stomach. So she was um, throwing up. Clinical constipation is one or few, fewer bowel movements per day. Most people are clinically constipated. When I say that to people, they say, oh, it's normal for me. Not really. I mean, yes, it is normal for you, but it's not normal. Uh, why does this all matter? <clears throat> because we have um, genetically modified, it's not even food. We have environmental, 90,000 environmental toxins, toxic chemicals, pesticides. Uh, they're all in our homes. We're bombarded by toxic chemicals on every front. We live in toxic soup. The 21st century is intoxicated. So they're going to come in. If we don't have a quick exit for them, they get stuck. That's why I say detoxify every single day. If the skin is open, you'll have, um, it, well, it, the, the intestines are designed to ab absorb. So it can get reabsorbed, the toxins, but they have to go through the liver first, so the liver becomes toxic. A one day or one week or two week detox is like taking out one trash bag's worth of stuff out of a hoarder's house. Doesn't really do the job. Um, for So what I was starting to say about the skin, if the skin 
has a problem, look to the gut. You might have a blockage there. So we have the colon, the kidneys, the urinary tract, the liver. The kidneys um, clean up any backwash from the liver. The way to help the skin and the lungs is the lymphatic system. So open up your exits. Um, I know someone who spent $10,000 on a two-week detox and is still sick. <laughs> so the process got started, but it didn't continue. Please continue your detoxification process. And you know, when you put the good stuff in, it encourages the bad stuff to leave. It displaces the bad stuff. So it's not only what you eat and drink, it's what you think and do. So please let's all stay, stay uh, diligent and positive thoughts and encourage and uplift everyone around you by your good examples and your positive words. Thank you for <clears throat> listening and I will be back with you next week. Bye.